Nanan Zaki is here with Business Now. Kia ora, Nanan, what have you got today? Kia ora, Charlotte. Well, the country's biggest port has had a 25% fall in its first half profit as cargo volumes dropped and fewer ships visited, knocking its revenue. Port of Tauranga has reported a profit of just over $47 million, with cargo handled down 8% and the number of containers down 16%. Most export commodities were down, except cyclone-damaged logs, and imports plunged 23%, in part from a soft economy, and Port of Auckland regaining market share. Chief Executive Leonard Sampson says the second half looks mixed. Imports, we think, certainly... Uh, remains challenging. The domestic economy, you know, it's, a, it's, it's a, on a knife edge, I think is probably the right way to describe it. From an export perspective, we are certainly expecting a stronger uh, export season this year than we had the previous year uh, as we head into the second six months. And, and I say that uh, in particular with regard to, uh, to kiwifruit. You know, the initial forecast for kiwifruit uh, uh, for somewhere close to 200 million trays versus the 130 a million trays last year, so it's a, a significant increase uh, in export volume expected in the second half. Leonard Sampson says raised rail costs and the end of a coastal shipping service by global giant Maersk are also working against the company. Full-year forecast is for a profit between 95 and $107 million, compared with last year's $117 million. And a couple of other port company earnings uh, out today. The port of Taranaki, a profit of $4.2 million, down a third on last year because of higher costs and reduced cargo. And Marsden Maritime Holdings, part owner of North Port, dipping slightly to a $4.3 million profit. Move Logistics' first half loss has more than tripled because of difficult economic conditions and weaker customer demand. Its loss was $10.7 million compared to $3.3 million a year earlier, with revenue down more than 11%. The transport and logistics company says the result also reflects the ongoing reset of its freight business, its project to reshape the business, and the start-up of its sea freight service. It says retail and construction sector customers have been particularly hard hit, which is affecting activity. Chief Executive Craig Evans said the company is focused on managing costs. Move did not provide full-year guidance, but says the second half is expected to be stronger. Stock market operator NZX reported a slight drop in profit as it wrote down the costs of assets as well as higher funding costs. Profit for the year ended December fell just over 4% to $13.6 million dollars, with revenue rising $12.7 million after it took over, from, took over the investment funds of Key Street Asset Management and growth of its data and dairy market businesses. But share trading was the lowest in nine years, and the softer economy affected activity. Chief Executive Mark Peterson says the environment is subdued. Key determinant to changing this is the market believing that inflation is under control, and more generally a stronger economic outlook for New Zealand is on the cards. We are confident as conditions improve, the cash sitting on the sidelines will come back into equities. The overall trading patterns patterns we are seeing are not hugely different to similar markets around the world. Approximately half of the 61 World Federation of Exchange members had a reduction in traded value of 
15% or more in 2023. NZX says it's holding a number of events to promote publicly listing companies and raising capital. It's forecasting operating earnings for 2024 in the range of 40 to 44.5 million. Large retirement village operator MetLife Care has reported a first half loss as it invested for growth, while gains on the value of its portfolio fell 78%. The company made a net loss of nearly $19 million in the six months ended December, compared to a net profit of nearly $13 million the year earlier. However, Chief Executive Earl Gasparich says revenue rose more than 7.5% and underlying performance is otherwise strong, despite a soft housing market. The retirement village industry in particular is very resilient to economic cycles and our demand is really driven by the ageing population and, as I say, the popularity of retirement villages. So while our sales have... It's been tougher to get settlements and tougher to get residents uh, to sell their own uh, houses before moving into a village. The underlying demand for the villages hasn't really abated. As I say, our, our sales of our units are actually up 13% year on year and pricing has been stable through that period. Earl Gasparich says MetLife Care remains focused on its growth plan, which is in its third year. Well, let's take a look at the markets now, and we're joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora, Belinda. Uh, lots of earnings reports again, uh, and of course, Wall Street, uh, a very strong session overnight. How are we looking this morning? Yes, it was a very strong session on Wall Street overnight following that NVIDIA, the chip designer, um, their result yesterday and the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 and Dow all up sharply um, overnight. It hasn't really flowed through into our market as we are digesting all the results that are coming through thick and fast. The NZ S&P 50 is up just four points at 11,694. A couple of those stocks you talked about earlier, Move Logistics up two cents at 42.5 cents, NZX down one cent at one dollar, and just other leading stocks today, we've got Auckland Airport down uh, nine cents at 8.06, uh, Contact Energy is just up one at 8.18, EBOS is down 27 cents at 36.02, Fletcher Building off nine cents today at 3.77. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare up 16 at $24.10. Uh, we've got Main Freight down nine cents at 68.70. Port of Tauranga after their result today, they're down two cents at 5.38. And Spark is up four cents at $5.16. Uh, can we just have a headline Australia number and then the New Zealand dollar? Yeah, it's a strong day over in Australia. They're up 48 points. 0.6 of a percent at 7,659, and all stocks trading a little bit higher. And uh, zero, they're up three percent, just reflecting those moves uh, in the offshore markets overnight. Uh, New Zealand dollar, um, we've just eased off a bit in trading as the day's going on here today. Against the US dollar, we're at 0.6193. The Australian dollar's at 0.9435. Uh, the euro's at 0.5719. The pound, 0.4. 890, uh, the yen 93.16 and the yuan at 4.460. And that leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. So our 90-day bank bills, they're just up one at 5.76% and a small move higher in our five-year swap rate to 4.68%. Brent spot oil's up uh, around 1% at 88.45 a barrel 
and gold's up a dollar fifty five. It's currently trading at two thousand and twenty five dollars sixty nine cents an ounce. Thank you, Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners there, and we'll have a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Cheekpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that is business, Kara. Thank you very much, Anna.